It's the Katie Halper Show. Who's here with me? Hi, this is me, Gabe Pacheco. I'm here, present. Hi, Gabe Pacheco. How are you? I'm feeling pretty good today. This is Reggie. Reggie Johnson. Everyone give him a round of applause. Reggie Johnson. Hello. Hello, everyone. The engineer in chief. We're here at the Katie Halper Show. We are in fundraising mode. What's that mean? You know what that means? That means that we are run by evil corporations. Not we here at WBAI. Oh, you mean the world? The world. You guys like, hold on, I want Uh, you to appreciate something. One second. Do you hear this homemade ambient sound that we've created for you? <laughs> this is something we do at the Katie Halper Show. Other shows, they don't have that. We keep it homey. We keep it homey. We are like a mom and pop in a sea. Right next to a Walmart. We got a Walmart on the right side. And on the left of us, we got... Sam's Club. Sam's Club. And in front of us, we got a BJ. A BJ's. Like an Applebee's? <laughs> What's no, a BJ's? B- <laughs> BJ's. You don't know BJ's? No. You've never had a BJ's in front of you? A BJ's. It's like a Sam's Club. It's, it's like, a, like Costco. a Costco. Thank you. It's like a Costco. And with that, with that, on that note. So we're no, the mom and pop no. show. Okay, we're the mom and pop show. You got to pick up the phone. You got to call a number. First of all, you got to go yeah. to give to right. org. I don't think you gave the number, Katie. Oh, I got to give the number. Yeah, that will help. 212-209-2950. I think that's the number. 212 212- Two zero nine two nine five zero zero. What are some of the reasons why? Why? Okay. What are some of the reasons, Katie? When you donate to WBAI, you are investing in community radio. And here's the thing: there's lots of community radio. If I do say so myself, that tells you why you should be crying. Sad. Sad. Because <laughs> there's a lot of sadness out there in the world. You yeah. got racism, yeah. classism, yeah. sexism, homophobia, ISIS. Human trafficking. Human trafficking, animal trafficking. Organ harvesting. <laughs> organ harvesting. Why am I the only wow. one laughing? Why am I laughing at organ harvesting? Uh, antibiotic-resistant bacteria. <laughs> oh, my God. The worst. MRSA? What's it called? MRSA? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, my just God. skyrocketing. Skyrocketing. Cases of, ad- of adult-onset diabetes. <laughs> You've got... Um, Icebergs melting. You have iceberg lettuce, which is a terrible thing to have in a salad. You got polar bears. <laughs> they can't eat iceberg lettuce. They're drowning. They're drowning. They wish they had a, a little leaf of iceberg lettuce to rest on, but they don't. Yeah. You got loop loopholes. You got loopholes in uh, the market. People buying guns at you trade got, shows. At trade shows. You got lupus. A terrible autoimmune disease. I've never. I've met uh, people who have ants, great great ants that suffer from lupus. Uh, wow. Uh, okay, I'm glad you clarified. I met people who have that. ants in their apartment. Attacking. <laughs> Sorry. You guys. got a lot of I, terrible things in the world out there. Yeah, and I'm not. You know what? I I'm I'm so moved right now. I'm Are we different than that? What, what do we do? We what we do is we bring you guests like Ta-Nehisi Coates. Maybe Ta-Nehisi you've heard Coates. of him. Maybe. Maybe you've heard of him. Maybe. Intellectual Maybe. called the James Baldwin. Of our generation. By Tony Morrison. By Tony Morrison. Nate Silver. Maybe you know him. He predicts the world. Yeah. Everything from sports to politics. Uh, Johan Hari. Chasing the Scream. The first and last days of the war on drugs. Amazing Judah Freelander. Book. From 30 Rock. A comedian. Margaret Cho. The comedian. Ray Sani. Jay Smooth. From the Underground Railroad. New York right. City's oldest. Longest running hip hop show. show. We've had him in our studio. And we've had him live. That was a fun live show. It was show. such a fun live show. He almost 
perished in front of a live audience. Well, that's hyperbole. He he almost <laughs> fell off the stage, but the stage was about six inches raised off the ground. <laughs> on a good day, it was about six inches. <laughs> and- but you, you know what else we have? We had breaking news on this show. We had Christian Payon, whose brother was shot in a Houston hospital while he was in an inpatient. He called in, told us the story. But Robert Mirapol called in, told us about his mother getting commemorated on a day in New York City. His mother, of course, Ethel Rosenberg, executed by the United States government. If you want to hear feel-good stories like this, you got to give to WBI.org. That's give to WBI.org. You're going to get such amazing thank you gifts when you do this. You guys like Jay Smooth from the Underground Railroad? I heard of him. You heard of him. He's a historic figure. We have an exclusive DVD. You call that number, 212-209-2950. And you can donate. And if you just donate nothing, $75, OD0868, as in overdose 0868. Wow, that's violent. That's the Katie Halper Live comedy DVD with Jay Smooth. We talked to him for over an hour. You get to see him. And that's for a pledge of? Only $75. That's like two fancy drinks in Soho. (laughs) You feel like you only want to spend one fancy drink amount of money? Just give $50, and you get a CD, best of, greatest hits CD. You get Ta-Nehisi Coates talking about reparations. Then what happens? You get Nando Villa talking about reparations. Then what happens? Reparations get endorsed by the UN. Then what happens? Ta-Nehisi Coates comes out for Bernie Sanders. I'm telling you, this is a game-changing show. We change hearts and minds. Hearts and minds. Guys, Jay Smooth on video. You never see Jay Smooth. Jay Smooth is an enigma. He's a man of mystery. He hides. <laughs> he hides. In fact, when you don't know this, but at the radio station, he wears a cloak. Yeah, like a cowl. A cowl. A cowl. He always wears a cowl. He looks like a Sith Lord. <laughs> oh, with the hood. Okay, yeah, I can't. He always wears that. Mm-hmm. So this... He just floats. You don't even see his feet. <laughs> he doesn't. He looks like a dark monk. He is a dark monk. He defies the dark gravity. Arts. He defies Guys, gravity. he does. And you get to see him in the flesh. Via the screen, when you donate to WBAI, you support... Guys, you probably like the Katie Halper Show. You probably like Democracy Now! I mean, Amy Goodman has been called the Katie Halper of early morning. I've heard that. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Guys, this is me being self-deprecating. Uh, Jews are the most self-deprecating people, statistically speaking, not to brag. How is... De- That's true, though. Comparing Ashkenazi yourself Jews. to Amy Goodman is self-deprecating. Oh, no, 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 no. Because I was being... Sorry. Okay. You know, it's... There's a fi- This is also very mate. Okay. It's, there's a fine line between, like, seeming like a narcissist but actually making fun of myself. Sorry. The, the joke in oh, that okay. is that I'm so not an Amy Goodman. But you oh, still got to support the gotcha, show. Gotcha, gotcha. Because I could be. See... I'm, uh, I like to call this show uh, Democracy Later. <laughs> you know what? What? what I love is that you come in, rain, sleet, snow, sunshine. You don't care. I don't You're care. Here. All you got to do every is call. Week. You got a friend on WBAI with Katie Halper, Reggie Johnson, Gabe Pacheco. Am I right? Yeah. Yes. And you coming in every week is why I come in every week. Thank you. And, you know, that's kind of a dangerous precedent. I mean, you know who else follow the trends like that? I don't. Hitler. <laughs> this is how I'm going to get people wow. to listen. I'm Where, just kidding. Uh, you, you I'm just lost kidding. Me. You, you no, lost no, no, me no, no, on no. the translation Sorry. on that one. I'm just kidding. In fact, if we don't give to WBAI, <laughs> history says there's a, it's a slippery slope between not supporting WBAI and goose-stepping. So you got it. So support you, WBAI or you'll be a fascist? You'll be a fascist supporter. Or they'll win. Or the fascists, or the fascists win, right? will win. Right. Which is why you got to call. You guys just, there's no, 
if and buts are about it. You got to pick up the phone. Reggie's like really moved. Reggie's already picking up the phone. You got to call. Guys, I'm really serious about this. You know what? I get lazy. I'm going to be real. I get lazy. I personally don't like getting off my rear end, my fanny, as we say in the United States. Although you should check that out because it means something else in England. That shtetl booty. That shtetl booty. Guys, do you know what a shtetl booty is? You know who coined that term? Katie Halper. Do you want to give back, say thanks, for terms like shtetl booty? And shtetl booty, by the way, is, of course, the Jewish derivation of what people call the ghetto booty. And if you want to hear the difference between the ghetto booty and the shtetl booty, because it's there. You wow. got it. it. There is a difference. There is a difference. I thought that was a Yiddish word. What? You made that? You coined that shtetl word? Shtetl booty? Well, shtetl, shtetl I didn't hey, make that. Shtetl, shtetl is like the pale. It sounded Yiddish to me. No, shtetl is Yiddish. Okay. And ghetto, of course, is an Italian word that originally applied to Jews, no longer is really associated with I thought with Jews. that was a Yiddish word, too. No, ghetto? Uh-uh. Guys, dun, 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 the thought, more you know. Wow. No, ghetto is not a Yiddish word. It is an Italian word, and it referred to the area that Jews lived in. Guys, listeners out there, I'm closing my eyes, and I'm imagining listeners reaching into their pockets and taking out... Like an American Express? An American Express. Yeah, a MasterCard. A MasterCard, a Visa. Speaking into the void? We, we would like to think that we're not. But how would we know if how anyone was listening? If we don't get some shekels. Some clams. Oysters. Duckets. We're going to be talking right now to a man named Brad Johnson. Now, Brad Johnson is a climatologist. We have a new feature for you because that's how committed we are to you. We're bringing you something called a climate check. Uh, is there some sound effects to that? No, not really. No? Okay. Feels like it. Like, No. Climate check. Something we'll like add that. that to the, we'll add that to it. You know, we, we don't let people on with light eyes, right? Oh, yeah, that's we right. Don't, we have, it's a little eye, ocular reparations movement that we have. So even though we have a straight white male coming on the show, which we try not to do, but sometimes you can't help it. They got to be great. They, they got to play twice great. as, twice they gotta as hard. They got to work twice as hard. <laughs> they got to be twice as good. So we're going to talk to twice as good Brad Johnson, the executive director of Climate Hawks Vote, which is the grassroots climate super PAC. Brad, are you there? Brad. You hear me? Yes. Are you there, Brad? Brad? How are you? Thank you so much for joining us. I am well. It's uh, torrential downpours here in D.C. How appropriate for a man who works on the climate. Yep. No, I've already been uh, complaining about it on Twitter, taking Exxon. Oh, Exxon. Got it. What is that? I feel like you're being censored by beeps because you're speaking truth to power. Is it Exxon's fault, really? Oh, what? The the car load of our ass here? Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what is that beeping? Do we know? Guys, this is just a little reminder. In case you forgot, guess who needs some funding? Well, it's the NSA, obviously. It's the NSA, which does not need funding. Fact, I don't think the beeping's on my end. Oh, it's not on your end. What is that? No, I think it's, it's coming somewhere. It's not from us. <laughs> yes, Reggie. It's Good call. From, it is coming from some somewhere. Pe- most people wouldn't admit that. But when you have WBAI, we expose the truth. Hey, it the comes, truth is out there. Yeah. <laughs> Brad knows what I'm talking about. So, Brad, we wanted to get a climate check with you. Now, the wonderful thing about Brad, and I was saying, I would like, can I, can I, I've made people honorary Jews on this show before. Can I make you um, an honorary? I, I, I have been made an honorary oh, Jew true. before. It's true. Well, that's why I wasn't going to say that to you. And, and Gabe Pacheco is like, whoa. I, he, in all fairness, he had that before. A member he met of the me. tribe he's, adjacent. He's a Jason member of the tribe, yeah. He's a, J, a J, J Street, not APAC, member of the tribe. Now, Brad, if I were naming you an MC. Which I may or may not be able to do. I would name Brad MC. Rain, I would name him MC Rainman, because the climate stuff, and because Brad has a special type of genius brain. Now, Brad, you can talk to us about the climate, but you can also talk to us about general politics, right? 
I can. So can you just... I I live in D.C. now, so I am now officially a pundit. Oh, okay, great. Now, can you punditize a little bit the political climate in one minute? (laughs) Uh, Why don't we narrow that down a little bit? All right, fine, fine. How about you tell us about the battle over the media, how we have an establishment media on the one side, and on the other side we have a struggling media, people like WBAI. It's a story of David versus Goliath, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think one of the things that people don't really get for some reason, which baffles me, and by people I mean rich liberal. You went there, guys. Uh, which, you know, and kind of, they are my, you know, that's when we're talking about tribes. That's really my tribe. Right. Uh, somehow don't get that having people like David Koch on your board right. is when they are literally working to defund public radio, let alone, you know, destroy our body politic in general, is not actually a good move. Like, they're like, oh, but David Koch gave us $10 million. Right. Which, by the way, is a tax write-off for him. Meanwhile, he just, you know, got uh, in a Republican Congress elected that with the... uh, with the sequester alone, cut something like billion dollars from public radio. And it's kind of like these people are supposed to be smart, right? Now, Brad, can you tell us a little bit about what you think of the media's portrayal of Bernie Sanders versus Hillary Clinton? It's pretty. I mean, the main thing that's pretty entertaining to me is watching how desperately the media doesn't want. To cover Bernie Sanders. Mm. And guess uh, who does cover Bernie Sanders, guys? The Katie Halber Show, Gabe Pacheco, Reggie Johnson. I, yeah. No, I mean, like, and, and this may sound like I'm trying to, um, you know, win points with you, but you're actually interviewing people who are, make, you know, shaping the national news. You're interviewing Jane Elliott. You're uh, interviewing uh, these documentarians. Mm-hmm. And you're... Like, it's almost like you're the only person who has the capacity to find these people. God, I mean, I don't know. You. Do you have, like, a, a staff of, like, 20, no. uh, you know, private investigators who track these leftists down? I don't. It's so fascinating that you'd ask me that. I We just work our little behinds off trying to find people. And today, you know who we're bringing you? We're not just bringing you a climate check with Brad Johnson. It's not a, a it's not a stage name, guys. He was born with the name Brad Johnson. We're not just bringing you an interview with Brad Johnson, but we're going to be talking to Gordon Quinn, a filmmaker who found footage of Bernie Sanders at a civil rights demonstration. Okay, and I got into it a little with John Capehart. I got Caparted. We're going to talk about that later in the show. But before we talk about that, um, we're also going to be talking to our first guest besides Brad. So it's our first non-straight white male guest. And listen to those phone lines. Those people are just clamoring. They are trying to get That's through. That's the NSA They call. need to, they the need to call there. us, yes. And now we're going to be uh, joined by our next guest. And this woman is another, because this is basically, we're feeling the burn. I'm sorry. I know that some listeners think that, like, you know, anyone to the right of uh, Jill Stein is Attila the Hun, but we, we're feeling the burn. And we're going to be talking to Adriana Maestas, who is a blogger a writer. She's based in Orange County, California, by the way, and she's appeared 
NBC Latino, Fox News Latino, NPR Code Switch, Telesur English. And you can follow her on Twitter at Adriana Maestas. Lines are open. And she has the number, and we're just waiting for her to call. See, guys, which other show gives you a behind-the-scenes view? <laughs> which show breaks down the fourth wall? Yeah. You guys know what that is? The fourth, the fourth wall, wall is like the idea that there's um, a separation between the viewers or the listeners and the actors and the creators. But you know what? Not on this show. Hey, bro, there's no curtain here. Bruh. No curtain here, bruh. But you know what? What? Catherine from Ordale, New Jersey, has just donated to the Katie Halper oh Show. Oh, my God. Yes. Big fan, yeah. Catherine. Catherine, is that? Yeah. Catherine, how, what's Catherine, we love you. Where and in New Jersey is Non-denominational, she? God bless you. Uh, yes. It's uh, Ordell, New Jersey. I'm love not too it. sure where that thank, is. Thank the young lords. And also, <laughs> and also Curtis from <gasps> Glen Cove. Oh, my gosh. Guys. Has uh, donated to the Katie Halper yes, Show. Yes, guys. Curtis, you Curtis, are the Glen man. Cove, Long Island. Love Glen Cove, like Glen Head, like Seacliff, all these little rustic areas in uh, in Long Island. Oh. This may be her right now. Okay. Hello? Hey there, this is Adriana. Thank you, Adriana, so much for calling. You guys, Adriana Maestas, give her a round of applause Yay. because Yay. she has come despite the odds. The Koch brothers were dropping the telephone lines like crazy. The uh, NSA was in there. May, there may have been some uh, David Brock action because oh my gosh. Adriana is a, besides being a, a very courageous writer, blogger, and you, can, you must follow her on Twitter. Friend of the people. Friend of the people, FOP. Um, she's really speaking truth to power, as, as you always do about immigration, about politics. You also, what's fascinating is you also write about uh, the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. A little bit. A little I've bit. only written about it like a couple times, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't dare say that I'm an expert. You know what? But... Just carry yourself, as I like to say, with the confidence of a straight white man. <laughs> and you are an expert. I mean, you are not just an expert. You're like a founding expert of the entire discipline of the Israeli-Palestinian <laughs> conflict studies discipline. What's about uh, your position on uh, the campaign? I'm not really like hung up in this presidential election mm -hmm. one way or the other okay. on the Democratic side. But I will say I, I'm kind of fed up with the Clintons, which I think a lot of people are. So, I mean, you know, I don't really make endorsements. I don't. I don't think they really matter coming from okay. me, but that's not I true. Think that, yeah, but you I think that the um, I think the whole Clinton and NAFTA and the Dolores Huerta, all of that is sort of really important, and I think everybody should look at because Hillary Clinton likes to bring up her husband's record. She likes to like okay. be nostalgic and paint the idyllic picture of the '90s, and we need to kind of look at like what has caused migration in the past 20 plus years. So, one of the big things. NAFTA caused a lot of migration from Mexico because a lot of southern farmer, farmers in Mexico were decimated by that agreement, mm. much the same way American workers were hurt by it. I just definitely think that people need to look at that. Um, Dolores Huerta obviously has put her support um, behind Hillary Clinton. We saw what happened in the Nevada caucuses over the weekend where she was asserting that Bernie supporters were shouting at her and saying English only when she offered to translate at a caucus. Right. You know, there have been a lot of footage played back, and that doesn't appear to be the case. It seems that what was happening is that people in the audience were yelling neutral, mm -hmm. um, and that it sounds like a moderator going forward, just because they didn't have a neutral um, translator, that we're going to do this in English, or English only, right. you know, for the caucus. Right. So just so, to explain, there was a story that um, Bernie bros, as they call them, 
that Bernie Sanders supporters were yelling English only at this, you know, hero, a shero of the uh, immigrant rights, workers' rights, uh, United Farm Workers movement. And, I mean, this is just one example, I think, of a, of a media narrative that gets kind of unchallenged. About, Absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> and, in fact, there is even a story today, Time magazine said that Bernie Sanders yelled English only at Dolores Huerta. I don't know if you saw that. But there's an I yeah. I shouldn't even repeat it. But there's an article in Raw Story uh, where they talk about how they're actually they actually repeated the accusation that he yelled it. I mean, this well, is Time Magazine, guys. Time Magazine, okay. But it's bizarre because I mean, he wouldn't even be at a caucus like that. Much like right. Hillary Clinton wouldn't be at a caucus. So right. I mean, the idea that he yelled it at her. I mean, come on. Right. It's so you know, absurd. Like, right. Yeah. This, it, I mean. It, it, the other thing is a little easier to, to make up, right? A random person yells English only. It's a little harder to claim that Bernie Sanders did it. Yeah, no, it's absolutely ridiculous to say that he did it. Yeah, she and she's and and you know what? And back in '08, she yeah. sort of did a similar number on Obama. She was critical with him about his immigration and that he wasn't involved in things. Right. And then all of a sudden, Obama gets in office, and he was he's been very tough on immigration and very hard, setting record breaking. Dis- deportations and where's the worst worth of criticizing him <laughs> right totally true and in fact we on the katie halper show we had greg grandin on talking about obama for his record deportations in fact gabe pacheco called out obama when he signed the executive order about gun violence because gabe was saying that's great that you're saving lives here we we do want to protect lives we are very much for gun control but how about the kids who are still alive here who are going to get sent back to central america Absolutely. We are in a cyclical relationship right. with these right. countries. Of course. And as you brought up, we, we pushed through NAFTA. And then, as Greg Randon said, and I'm sure you know, then we had to toughen the borders because we knew it was going to decimate these countries and make people flee them. And, of course, the history of how we support dictatorships in these areas is a, is a lovely corollary to our economic policy. Yes. Yeah. And of note, too, that you might want to explore and is worth it for all your listeners to look at is Hillary Clinton and what happened with the Honduran coup in 09. Oh, we talked about that when we, it was like a coup light. First, they kind of called it a coup because, Adriana, it's hard to tell whether it's a coup. The guy, the president, was like kidnapped in his pajamas. But that could be a Honduran legal process thing, that we're just being kind of um, Estados Unidense-ist. Yeah, and he was just put on a plane. He was given a pajamas. free ride. Yeah, exactly. There were, what we don't know is that there were sex workers on the plane and uh, bubbly. And uh, I'm just kidding. That's not true. He was kidnapped, guys, and it was a coup. <laughs> and it's like the most violent place in Central America now. Um, it is. And that's where a lot of the little children are coming from. Exactly. You know, they're afraid to go back. And the ones there have been some reports that um, some of the children and young people that have been deported from the U.S., you know, from the detention centers here, um, actually, some of them have been killed. Okay. That's so disgusting, guys. Did you hear that? I mean, this is gross. We are sending kids back to their deaths. It's not, I mean, I, I know that I'm just saying something that you just said, but it's really disturbing. Um, yeah, and it, and it happened pretty soon after their deportations. Right, so right. So the threat of danger is imminent. It's imminent, it's... right, imminent, yeah. Also, in Mexico, they're making their um, bridges lower so that people who are on top of trains can get decapitated or hurt or thrown off the trains. It's so disgusting. Um, oh, yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> yeah. And Hillary Clinton, during the debate with uh, Bernie, one of them, she actually, you know, not the one where she praised Kissinger, which was another high point, but during the debate where she said... Um, she, her immigration policies were sending a message. And Bernie Sanders is like, who are you sending a message to? These are kids we're talking about, which was a point well taken. <laughs> Have you been getting pushback for, for kind of 
for daring to say that maybe the, the English-only story isn't 100% legit? I just noticed there seemed to be some people, like some Hillary people that are very, I don't know. I mean, they, they were like, don't talk bad of Dolores Huerta. Right. And we're like, well, we're not. We're just saying, you know, her story doesn't add up when you play the video. Anyway, Katie, I'm going to yeah, have to run. So but much. I thank you, thank you. for and having we'll have me you on. Back on. And we're going to have you without, hopefully we'll have the funding to actually call you. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. And that was Adriana Maestas talking to us about the, the election, Hillary, Bernie, Huerta Gate, Dolores Huerta Gate, when charges of English-only chanting were, were picked up by the media. The media, the liberal media, the liberal media that literally just said that Bernie Sanders did something that not even the Hillary team media people were saying he did. They were saying it was his supporters. But Time Magazine thought they'd take it one step further. And say that Bernie was a villain. Bernie was a villain. How, shutting shame down on you, a Time. Chicano labor yes. activist yeah. hero. <laughs> then he went and shot a puppy's head off. <laughs> he drew he, straight in the face, point blank. <laughs> he shot a puppy. A puppy with cancer, missing a paw. <laughs> Jesus. And uh, a vet. <laughs> and the vet, the vet without borders, <laughs> who was volunteer, volunteering his wow. time. Oh, I meant the puppy who had been a veteran and had f- served over served to protect our country. Just kidding. I, I don't know which one I meant. But guys, an IED an finding IED. <laughs> a sniffing but, puppy. Guys, if you want to yeah. hear reports about about Bernie Sanders <laughs> shooting a puppy in front of a Chicana activist. <laughs> On stage that's, at a caucus near you. That's hardcore. Tune in. Then tune in to the Katie Alper Show on yeah. iTunes, on SoundCloud, and give to give to WBAI.org. That's give number two, WBAI.org. Give to WBAI.org. Or call 212-209-2950. Once again, 212-209-2950. Any amount is appreciative, but... There are two gifts that's being offered, and one of those gifts is once again is the best of Katie Halper. Yeah, you get amazing gifts. You get in exchange. You get interviews with Nate Silver, Judah Friedlander, Ted Alexandro, a comedian who actually makes he doesn't make police brutality funny. He makes important comedy about police brutality. Uh, Richard Masser. We had Richard Masser on, who, who's been in the thing, it, uh, basically every movie and TV show ever made. All in the family. Cino Man. And Cino Man. What was the movie that he was like? He said he couldn't walk down the street without Latino. Blood in, blood out. Yeah, blood in, blood out. One also, of my favorites. Also, I on that episode, and you can hear this on the greatest hits. You'll hear this nugget. I said that uh, he's like I couldn't walk down the street without a Latino man saying cocaine is America's yeah. cup of coffee. Yeah, and I said something. I, Katie Halper, said something about like, oh well, sorry, you have to avoid Latin men. And he was like, no, don't say that. I don't do that. And I was like, oh, no, 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 I don't avoid Latin men at all. Trust me, if anything, I, I avoid Ju- my fellow Jewish men, fellow members of the tribe. And a guy wrote to me on my website and called me racist. Yeah. I'm not racist. Wait, racist and not self-deprecating? Self-loathing, I know. I self-loathing. Get I get well, yeah. I'm a well-rounded woman. Okay. Um, so we're going to be talking um, to two people right now, Gordon Quinn and Rachel Dixon. And they are filmmakers uh, at Kartemkin Films. And... We're going to give them a little bit of, a, of time before they actually call us. We just want to give them a warning that we expect them. <laughs> heads up. If you guys feel like calling anytime soon, do so now. Right. Heads up. If you're having any problems, heads text up, Katie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And if you appreciate the kind of quirky and sometimes murky and sometimes dark. Lurky. We go real dark. Dark. Real, real dark. Humor of the Katie Halper Show, yet informative. Yeah. You guys, we've learned a lot today. You probably didn't know. 
I'm like insulting. <laughs> you guys are such idiots. No, I'm just kidding. You may not have known some of the stuff we taught you today. We got we taught you some really interesting stuff, and we're going to be talking to these, um, talking to some guests, and it's going to be an amazing interview. This these people have a fabulous story about how they discovered some footage of Bernie Sanders because you know Hillary Clinton has been portraying Bernie Sanders as not very good on race, and uh, we like we remember that. Uh, uh, has he passed any laws that uh, make uh, welfare harder to get? Amen. Uh, Am I does, right? Has he passed any uh, bills that have made uh, the, uh, further criminalized uh, African Americans? Amen. Has he increased the carceral state, as ta Coates calls it, in uh, the Atlantic? Oh, wait. I'm sorry. Did he ever call uh, teenage African Americans uh, what, what did Super he call? Predators Super predators who need to be brought to heal. Super predators who need to be brought to heal. Pop quiz. Who said that? Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton, 1994. Mm -hmm. Super predators who need to be brought Bullet to heal. Super predators. Super Bullet predators. Proof. Bulletproof. That makes them sound like X-Men. Did you guys watch the town hall last night? There was a Democratic town hall. I'm going to play something. I did a little video. That... But what was fascinating is that Chris Cuomo, do you guys know who Chris Cuomo is? He's mm -hmm. one of the Cuomo dynasty. He's a guy mm -hmm. on CNN. He's like absolutely hates, hates Bernie Sanders. You could tell how much he hated him. Mm. Not even kidding. And um, he asked him about his religion last night. And I would just like to play a little bit of that, uh, what he said, because I happen to think that he gave the most amazing response to what your religion is that I've ever heard. All right. Okay, so, so I'm going to play this thing right now. Ready? Play it right now. You said your spirituality is that we are all in this together. What do you believe in? Every great religion in the world. Christianity, Judaism, Islam, Buddhism, essentially comes down to do unto others as you would like them to do unto you. And what I have believed in my whole life, I believed it when I was a 22-year-old kid getting arrested in Chicago, fighting segregation, that we are in this together. The truth is, at some level, when you hurt, when your children hurt, I hurt. I hurt. And when my kids hurt, you hurt. And it's very easy to turn our backs on kids who are hungry or veterans who are sleeping out of the street. And we can develop a psychology which says, I don't have to worry about them. All I'm going to worry about myself. I need to make another $5 billion. But I believe that what human nature is about is that everybody in this room impacts everybody else in all kinds of ways that we can't even understand. It's beyond intellect. It's a spiritual, emotional thing. So I believe that when we do the right thing, when we try to treat people with respect and dignity, when we say that that child who is hungry is my child, I think we are more human when we do that. And that is, that is what my spirituality is about. Amazing was that. Guys, that was the best thing I've ever heard. Well, um, obviously, he's an atheist. Agnostic, I think. Agnostic. That was made me want to be religious. I'm He's, I'm Bernie. I believe right. in Bernie. Well, obviously he he hates all people. Yeah, wasn't that like the most that was the most Judeo-Christian <laughs> declaration I've ever heard. Remember, we have Christian candidates who like the death penalty. Mhm. Mm who brag about the death penalty. Clinton doesn't believe in it on the state level, believes in it federal level because her husband passed the terrorist whatever thing. Um That's not very Christian either. And last night she was talking about forgiveness and reconciliation, I was like, maybe she should get on this whole boat, this abolition of the death penalty of capital punishment boat. Hop on, Hillary. Hop on. Because you know who already is on that boat? 
He's at the helm. Burn. He, burn. <laughs> burn. He's Feel got. The burn. He's got. That ship is being helmed by Burns. By Burn. Feel the burn. Feel the burn. Feel the burn. We're not talking about a, a heat sense. Well, we are talking about a sensation, but not not a third degree one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. First degree. Direct. First degree. Feeling the burn. If feeling you could see us burn. right now, our faces need a lot of moisturizer because we're feeling the burn. Just kidding, feeling guys. We look great. We look hydrated. Um, that was gonna, a great answer, though. Wasn't great a great response. answer? It was, it was such response. a great answer. A really That's my response. spirituality. That, I said, was the Jewiest answer on religion we've ever heard. Jewiest, but yet sincere. Oh my God! Did Reggie just say that? <laughs> and yet, at the same time, despite its Jewiness, was sincere. It was honest, right? It was no, an honest yeah. point, right? Yeah, thank God. <laughs> it was good. It was, it was, it was like good. the the best backhanded compliment. I know. Towards he's like it was not even. It, he was not trying to rip anyone off. No. <laughs> no, he wasn't. That. No. Oh my no. gosh, guys, we're all joking. We're all friends. Reggie can say that kind of stuff because he's he's in a Jew sandwich. Well, yeah, really, a Jew adjacent well, yeah, sandwich because Gabe is just yeah. Um, um, but we're we're really excited. We're going to talk with you about um, some footage of Bernie Sanders getting arrested at a protest. I just want to bring up another story because, honestly, why is this week different from any other week? It's not. The media. I sound like a conspiracy theory, but I think WBAI. I don't need to explain this. The media is distorting a lot of things. No conspiracy. No conspiracy, or it is a conspiracy. That's just not crazy. A conspiracy just means more than one person acting together. That's true. That's like every single thing that happens. Am I right? Yeah. That's I got true. a conspiracy theory about how I was born, conceived of, I should say, and born because there were doctors there, there were nurses there, Gabe was there. Just yeah. kidding. <laughs> I don't know why. I just. I felt bad. I wanted to include him. <laughs> I didn't know Gabe then, but I feel like I, spiritually he was there. I, what do you guys think? That's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Roll Why with not? that. Roll with it, right? Roll with that. Now I went. I want a little. I want to share a little bit of a story that happened to me. I got Capehearted. Do you guys know who Jonathan Capehart is? I He's don't. a journalist. Oh, from, you've you've seen him. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm sure you've seen him. Washington Post. I love oh, the Washington Post. The yeah. Washington Post. Okay. So he. Uh, when he claimed that there's there's a picture of Bernie Sanders at another protest. This guy, and I know people are like, oh, if, if you, the last time you were at a protest is 50 years ago, you don't have any cred. Fine. Let's say that he doesn't have, mm-hmm. you know what he, what he does have? His hands have less blood on them than Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I mean, I know that's not a ringing endorsement. Is there a photo of her at a protest? She was, okay, here's the, this is actually an interesting debate. People are pointing out, like, look at what she was doing. She was a Goldwater Republican at that there point. There you go. Here's the thing. You're allowed to evolve. You are allowed to evolve. Mm-hmm. My problem is more that as recently as 94, she said that super predators had to Hold be on. brought to heel. She's still not against the death penalty. Um, what else? Uh, I mean, at that point in your life, uh, evolving happens, but usually evolving happens like, you know, in your adolescence. Puberty. Puberty. Right. Right. So, <laughs> you know, after a certain time, uh, if you're a grown adult, it can take responsibility for your opinions. Right. Right. Uh, what like between 50 and 60 come you're on. gonna come up with a completely different come radical on. world view yeah yeah and you know what we're gonna be charitable and say hillary you get it you get a to take an l on no that's not charitable taking an l you get to we'll give you one get out of uh, racist jail free card i don't know as a white person if i'm actually allowed to do that can someone <laughs> can we have someone call in or someone in the room with me all I'm right. gonna uh, give you the. Li- I'm gonna anoint you. Give you the liberties to to give okay. her one. I got a POC a badge. Yeah. I got one coin. <laughs> I got a POC coin. I get P-O-C- to pay it forward. I'm, I'm, I'm People even, of color, guys. I, oh, okay. Yeah. POC. Okay. POC. Okay. 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 Nina Turner, 
is one example. Killer Mike. Lots Killer of Mike. Killer Mike. We talked about Killer Mike last week. Killer Mike. People are trying to say that Bernie Sanders is only supported by young white men. Which is ironic because you know what a great way to fight the the invisibilizing or making invisible, making people of color invisible, pretending that they're not there because there are supporters. He's supported Sanders. by young people. Isn't Eric Garner's daughter? Yes, Erica supporting Garner. Bernie? And there's an amazing video that and she did. Spike yeah. Lee is supporting Bernie. Yes, guys. Yeah, guys. Spike Lee, Erica Garner. Um, I mean, if the Nina Demo- Turner. If the Demo- sorry, all young Democrats, not all, but let's say if a majority Every of young Democrats wants uh, Bernie Sanders and anyone, the the older establishment party saying that that's not that's not the way to go. It sounds like Kronos trying to eat its young. Like, oh my God! What's gonna Kronos. What's gonna happen if Gordon Quinn? Are you there? I'm here. Thank you so much, and we apologize for the delay. The uh, NSA and probably some other forces have been working against us. Maybe the Koch brothers. And the Illuminati. And the Illuminati, yes. But uh, Gordon Quinn and Rachel Dixon of Kartemkin Films. Thank you so much for calling. Welcome to the Katie Halper Show. Welcome to WBAI. You're joining me and my co-host Gabe Pacheco and our engineer-in-chief Reggie Johnson. And we're so excited to talk to you guys about this, this discovery that you made of of none other than Bernie Sanders. And can you tell us how this came about? Rachel is the real Nancy Drew here, but it began about six months ago. There was a picture circulating on the Internet of a sit-in at the University of Chicago in 1962 where I was a student. I was in Bernie Sanders' class, and we had caught the university discriminating against its own black students in rental housing that it owned. And so we sat into the president's office. We were very polite. We kind of had discussions about should we go into the files or would that be crossing a line. Sixty-eight, they occupied the whole building and trashed it. And a picture started circulating on Facebook where there's somebody addressing, you know, those of us sitting in, and it's identified as Bernie Sanders, and then you can't really see the guy's face. So this controversy broke out. Is it Sanders? Isn't it Sanders? Danny Lyon, who I knew, who was there at, you know, at the sit-in, he took the picture. And he said, no, it was Bernie. I know it was Bernie. And he posted some other pictures, you know. Right. Um, so then somebody sent us, the guy I started Cartemquin with, Jerry Temner, someone sent him an article from the Tribune that mentioned that Bernie Sanders had been arrested at a different demonstration in the same year, uh, 73rd in Lowe, that was around uh, school desegregation issues. And I'll let Rachel pick it up from there because she's really the one that found the footage. Great. And again, we are talking to Gordon Quinn and Rachel Dixon of Kartemkin Films. And it is their 50-year anniversary, and Correct. they're very esteemed filmmakers. And Gordon Quinn has has made films like Hoop Dreams, A Good Man, The Interrupters. And Rachel Dixon is a print and radio journalist and documentary filmmaker. And we are so excited to have them on the show ta- telling us about this discovery. So, Rachel, please continue. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, um, well, this the footage of this particular protest at 73rd and Low kind of thrown in a box with the other footage from this the 1963 boycott, um, which was this big, you know, boycott that, you know, 200,000 students protested school and protested segregationist policies. And so we, as we've been making this film called 63 Boycott, you know, I'm producing it and Gordon's directing it. We're going through footage and logging it. 
And this footage came up, and we didn't know what it was. And this was probably, this was a year, maybe almost two years ago. And we posted it online. And, um, you know, I, through some people's responses online, because the idea of our website is basically putting up stills pulled from our footage and pieces, clips from the footage, to get people to identify themselves or other people they know or places, because so little is kind of known about this history and this event. It wasn't really, you know, there are some newspaper clippings, but it's not something that, like, has been written about in history books. It's not something that people are really um, paying much attention to. And so we have been gathering information both, like, through people online who participated or know people who participated. And through archival research, we figured out that it was this protest at 73rd and Low. And then Jerry, you know, remembered that he had, he had filmed it. And um, and when we saw this article that Jerry sent us that said Bernie Sanders had been at that protest, I went back and looked through our footage. And, um, you know, we only have a few minutes of the, uh, from this one protest, and it was a protest that went on for a month. So it's a big coincidence that Jerry was there on the day that Bernie Sanders was arrested. Um, I think over 169 people were arrested in, in school segregation demonstrations that summer, so it was kind of it was a big number. And... Um, we So I looked through and I kind of compared it to photos online of Bernie Sanders at that time. Uh, Gordon got out of his yearbook because he went to University of Chicago with Bernie Sanders, and we saw the photo in there. And so we kind of pieced it together, and we were pretty sure it was him, but we weren't positive, so we just put it online. Right. Um, I kind of edited, you know, put together a minute-long clip pretty quickly that, that went viral within a day or two. Um, it was all over social media, and the media response has been huge. People have been calling and asking if they can license the footage. You got and, to um, the Katie Halper and show. I, I mean, this is pretty big. Right, where we actually made the Katie Halper yeah. show. I mean, uh, you know, Rachel put together a piece on Vimeo with the newspaper clipping and under, you know, it's graphic, it comes to life, yeah. and it got half a million hits. And so, you know, the the irony here is that we are... Uh, We've been trying to get people, and we're trying to make this film about this huge boycott about what was going on in the Chicago schools 50 years ago where they were putting these trailers behind the black schools so they wouldn't have to move the kids into the adjacent underutilized white schools. And there was just a huge series of protests leading up to this big protest that then I filmed back when I was a student with Temner and some other students. Um, And... You know, I offered it to Eyes in the Prize. We, you know, we've been trying to get somebody to pay attention to this incredibly historic event. Martin Luther King has said that it's the reason that he came to Chicago to start his northern campaign because of the success of this boycott, which really erupted out of the community yeah. and community leaders. But the fact that we have this little clip of Bernie Sanders being arrested has put us on the map. Right. And have you guys followed how this relates to the um, the article in the Washington Post? Not to be too inner baseball, but the Jonathan Capehart article where he uh, he 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 very subtly said, "Stop sending around this photo of quote unquote Bernie Sanders." Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And claimed it was Bruce, someone named Bruce Rappaport. Right, right, and. You know, Bruce Rappaport was a part of these demonstrations, right. too. I don't know if it was in 73rd and Lowe, right. uh, but I do remember that he was in the sit-in at the UFC. And it's, you know, it's one of those things, and now they have his, you know, the woman who was his wife, he's, he's passed away, but, you know, saying, oh, I know it was Bruce. And it's like, you know, Danny Lyon took the picture. Right. 
and Danny was there, and Danny says that it was Bernie. I sort of think it was Bernie, but yeah. the picture that we have, it's very hard to see in the sit-in picture because he's facing away from you, but the picture that we have where the guy's being arrested, there you can see his face, and we finally got confirmation from the Sanders campaign right. that it is him being arrested. Right. At first they sort of weren't saying anything, and they finally uh said, yes, that is, you know, he looked at it and he said it's him. Right. And it's just interesting because we were talking earlier on about how uh, there's a me- there, the media is doing some uh, hit jobs on Bernie Sanders, and this was one of them. Um, yeah, that, I mean, that just struck me. I mean, you know, John Lewis, who, who's someone I have a lot of respect for, you know, he right. made that comment. I didn't see him. Right. And he apologized the next day. Right. He knew he'd made a mistake. Right, right, right. He was like, okay, I got it wrong, you know. And he, but this reporter, you'd think that when he gets it wrong, he would feel some no, responsibility right. to have to set it in right fact, rather than to keep defending his yeah, mistake. In fact, not, not to... Today I went on Facebook and I announced you guys were coming on the show. And I said something, you know, I, I made a little joke where I said, um, Jonathan Capehart claimed uh, this footage was someone else named Bruce Rappaport because, well, you know, Sanders, Rappaport, Goldberg, Stein. I was making a little Jew joke that I can make. It's one of the advantages of being a Jew. And uh, Jonathan Capehart actually responded and wrote, and yet I didn't even write about the photo you're talking about. So, yeah, which he did. You know, he was writing about the one from sure, the sit-in, exactly, right. where you really can't see the guy's face. Right. Uh, right. You know, and I, I looked at that picture because I was there, and I can't find myself in the picture. Right. My roommate's there. I see him. But, you know, we were sitting on the floor, you know. And actually, the person that I remember from the sit-in was Denise Richards, a leader in SNCC, and, and right. was organizing U of C students to support SNCC. The, the Bernie Sanders story is kind of a new angle. It's an interesting way to look at his past. But uh, can you just tell us more about your project and how people can help support it and, and identify sure. themselves and others? Basically, it's going to be a short documentary. We're planning on finishing it uh, early next year. And as Gordon started to explain, it's really about this this massive protest in October of 1963 when 200,000 students boycotted school. And, you know, some of these students were young, elementary school high school students, uh, you know, parents were really involved. And um, over 20,000 people marched downtown, um, and it was, you know, really kind of a big show of force. And uh, a lot of people say it was the first massive civil rights um, protest or demonstration, or one of the first in the northern United States. Um, People say that, you know, because of what was happening in Chicago and all the movement and organizing around the segregation and inequality in schools. That's why Martin Luther King decided to come to Chicago. And we actually we actually found a piece of him, for, a piece of audio, where he literally confirms that. You know, mm-hmm. he, he says something to that effect. And the, you know, people should check out our, our website, 63boycott.com. Um, and anyone who might have participated should check it out because... We've got 500 stills there taken from our footage, and it's like Facebook. They can just click on it and leave us their identification information and how to get a hold of them. And we've been interviewing these people, and we forget how segregated, you know, it wasn't I went to school in the South, so I I went to legally segregated schools. But in Chicago, they were were also segregated and quite uh, unequal. 
and we found someone who was in our footage who we did the most recent interview we did you know a woman who was a great student and wanted to be a doctor and she signs up for latin and her guidance counselor tells her well you can't you can't take latin i mean that's ridiculous you're going to be a secretary why would you need latin you know and she went on to become uh, a you know, a PhD. She's a medical researcher. She's actually, she corrected me. She's not a medical doctor, but she's, you know, a PhD who is working at the highest level at Johns Hopkins, but still carries that anger of being told, you know, well, you're not going to be able to take Latin. So I think that, you know, we're, the other thing that resonates in our film, and we have a lot of contemporary footage too, you know, 50 schools were closed in Chicago, neighborhood schools, mostly in, uh, you know, Latino and African-American neighborhoods, and there were huge protests around that. And when we had our little clip on our website, um, we had this three-and-a-half-minute clip of our footage, and, you know, the students who were protesting took our clip, interwove it with their own protests and make the connection to 50 years ago and put it up on on uh, YouTube, and so we tracked them down and, you know, got an interview with them. You know, we were, of course, thrilled that they took our clip. Right. That's great. And, and uh, I think yeah. I just want to make the point that, you know, part of the, the goal behind our film is to show, you know, the civil rights, the famous civil rights leaders weren't the only people kind of making change happen, and, and you know, the future Bernie Sanders and the future, you know, and Rosa Parks and those people, Martin Luther King, but also these people who have gone, you know, unknown their whole lives. They're not famous people, but they're making a huge impact in society. And so, like, locating those people and bringing attention to them is kind of a goal. And then the other quick thing I'll add is that we are still looking for funding to finish the film. So if you go to 63boycott.com, there is a button to donate if anyone's interested. Yeah, really important. Really important. And and after you donate to that, you know what you got to (laughs) do. You got to come back around to WBAI. Give to WBAI.org. We can, we should, we'll do matching grants. Right, right, right. We're all, uh, yeah. I, I was listening. You know, we were listening in. I heard, I heard you talking about, you know, your, uh, your Jewish card and stuff. I'm Jewish, despite uh, my name. Oh yeah, I was wondering. Okay. I have an unusual name. Yeah. My mother's yeah. last name was Gordon, oh, okay. which is a Jewish last name and a wasp first name. So it's my first name, and we're not sure quite how we c- became Quinns. Uh, were you there part were, of the famous Quinstein clan? Yeah, there was different, you know, Ellis Island, right. Kavin, it sounded right. like Quinn. Right. Uh, but actually a friend of mine uh, who in New York or it works at a museum actually found Bill Ladings from the turn of the century with Jewish Quins coming over, you know, uh, on the boat from, from Ukraine. Wow. Spelled Q-U-I-N with a single N. Wow. So, my father passed away years ago, but wow. he would have loved that story. Well, this is a lot of uh, archival research. Yeah. Uh, I think it's the tie that binds all these stories together. Yeah, and we, of course, we filmed that we had the original <coughs> footage, but now that we've gotten all this traction, all these other images are popping up. So because all this was happening around the Bernie thing, the Tribune, uh, the paper here, went into its archives and found beautiful stills from this demonstration at 73rd and Low, and one of the people that we've interviewed, Rosie Simpson, who was a leader of this whole demonstration and one of the people who sparked 
the big 63 uh, boycott, uh, they have a great picture of her, mm-hmm. you know. And we were, when we interviewed her, we were like, don't you have any pictures of you when you were demonstrating or, you know, out? And it's like here it was in the Tribune's archives, but, you know, they were sort of buried away. Right. Well, thank you so much um, for joining us, and we would love to have you back, and uh, we'd love to get updates about what you're working on. Great. And how the project's going. And we will link to you um, on our SoundCloud page and our Facebook page. We'll make sure to share your video. Great. Yeah, link link both to 63boycott.com and cartemquinfilms.com because we are running, you know, it's our 50th anniversary, and we are running a film a week for free off of our website. So we're running some of our older films, and, you know, throughout the year we'll be running all these different films. Uh, and I think, hey, Emily, do you know, do you know when Ameri- American Arab, did that already play? We have a film coming up on American Reframed on PBS. Oh, oh, oh great. Called American Arab. Great. Great. But I'm, it hasn't run yet, you're saying? It ran already. Oh, okay. <laughs> the other, yeah, you the see, free you movies. You lose. This is why you got to donate. Yeah, the to free them. movies are every every week though. Just go to the Cartemquin website and you'll see uh, a, a free movie. Great. Yeah, we'll link that on the Katie Halper Facebook page. Yes, great. Which yeah. everybody should like too. Yes, great. And we will like your page too on Facebook. Great, great. We'll have a great night and we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thank Thanks you for so having much. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Okay. And those were filmmakers, Gordon Quinn, Quinberg, Quinstein. Documentary filmmakers. Documentary filmmakers. Love digging through the crates, finding digging old crates. stills. Gordon Quinn, Rachel Dixon for Cartoon. That is Quinn's definitely films. one of the reasons why people should donate yes, money to we, the Katie yeah. Helper Show for yeah. WBAI. The guest that you just had on. Yeah. D- during this duration. Yes, this very show. This very show. Ed Johnson. The yes. climatologist. The climatologist. The, the rain, rain man. The rain, rain man. man. Yeah. The rain man. The rain man. Then we had Adriana or Adriana Maestas. Adriana Maestas, uh, who's pushing back on the Huerta Gate narrative. She's saying, you know what? Uh, those rumors about Bernie Sanders English supporters only. chanting English only during Dolores Huerta's speech. And Fibs. <laughs> Hyperbole. Hyperbole fibs. Yeah. And they belong in the garbage along with those fibs about Bernie Sanders killing a puppy. He never did that. He never did that during the last 25 years. Yeah. We've got no footage of that. No stills. No No stills. No No footage footage. of that. And if there were, we would have found it. Um, And I just want to point out that, you know, this is, you you support the show. You hear people like the the filmmakers we just had from Cartemquin Films, Gordon Quinn and Rachel and Adriana and Brad, and you get to, you know, w- the best part probably is actually just calling them by their first names. I mean, that's that's kind of how we, how the, intimate it is on the Katie Halber show. That's how we roll. It's that's a mom and pop operation. It's a mom yeah. and pop. It is not a BJ's operation. Yeah. We've said it once. We'll say it again. Yeah. That's so right. happy to talk to Rachel Dixon, Gordon Quinn, Brad Johnson, just in this one show. And the, the focus of today's show, and it's very telling, is that we're exposing how the media distorts reality. And you know what? If you want a media that doesn't distort reality, you got to reach into those pockets. Put your put your 10 sticky digits 
deep into those Jinko uh, jeans. Jinko jeans. Or those perfectly tailored slacks. Exactly. Or the bra. Maybe you keep some money in your bra. You your drawer. You need whatever. to no pull, pull out no that uh, that the, patent leather wallet. Yes. That, that, patent that, leather. Open it up. Check open out. It up. Check out that. That thick wad of cabbage you got in that pocket. Thick wad. Take pull out. A, like pull, pull out each little greenback and check out who the founding father on that greenback yes. is. Is it a Hamilton? Is it a Jefferson? We don't is know. Is it a Jackson? Is it a Franklin? It's all about the Benjamins. 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 And the WBAIs and the Katie Halper Show and the you, Gabe Pachecos and the Reggie Johnson. You probably can't. You can't send us those greenbacks, but you can you can find Don't use that word greenbacks. It's very offensive. <laughs> Just because your dad is from Mexico, Gabe. Find that plastic, baby. Find that find, plastic, baby. Find those Mastercards. Find those Mastercards. Visa. Visa. We take everything. Yeah. We and, take uh, everything. What What do they got to do? They got to call somebody. They They got to call somebody, and the no, and the Who somebody they got to call. Who are you gonna call? Well, they can call two one two two zero nine two nine five zero. Once again, that number is 212-209-2950, or go to give2wbai.org on the web. And as you know, guys, because we are connected to the Internet, uh, we, are bracket, we are streaming worldwide and all around the world yeah. can Uzbekistan, listen to the knowledge. What up? Yes. Uzbekistan, yeah, us. they could get the money. Hey, they could <laughs> give us money over there as well. Yeah. And, you know, the information that we get here that is unique here, and particularly here on the Katie Halper Show. And there is some gifts that the Katie yes, Halper Show is it, offering yeah. during you this. You get a Greatest Hits CD signed by me and Gabe, oh, our, wow. John nice. Hancocks, nice. our John Hancocks. People pay a lot of money for those, let yeah. me tell you. Let me tell you, they're lining up outside of the mom and pop store, not outside the BJ's. <laughs> By the way, I'm sorry, listeners. I just wanted to describe what's happening. Gabe is looking back and forth to me and Reggie like an owl. I love it. It's great. I wish you guys. This is. We're gonna start videotaping the show, right? Yeah. Don't worry, your donations won't go towards that. No, it won't. The plasma screen we're going to have to put up in the room to make sure that Maybe that can end up being a Yeah, anyone want to come and film us? We're offering... Snacks. You want an empanada after the show? We got you. We got you. Hey, guys. But really... You're going to like this. Oh, my gosh. You're going to like this. What happened? Eric. Eric. From St. Louis. From St. Louis. Missouri. Missouri. Yes. Donated to the Katie Hopper Show. Hey, Guys, I love St. Louis. I love St. Louis. I love Meet Missouri. me in St. Louis. Am I right? Uh, please. Right. I spoke to a judge yesterday from, oh, God, you guys, I'm going to bring you a great story in a couple of weeks on the death penalty. I can't tell you about it, mm. but I just, I spoke right. to two judges last night. Get excited. Okay, so we got to tune in in two weeks to figure it out. But Eric from St. Eric, Louis. Thank you, Eric. Thank you. Eric, we love you. That's right. Eric, it's- you're going to get either, I'm not sure. He's going to get something great. He's going to get something. He's going to get something great. Something. You can get a Greatest Hits CD where we bring you interviews with Nate Silver, Judah Friedlander, Margaret Cho, um, Mar- uh, Michael, Robert, Michael Robert Mirapol. Sorry, they're brothers. Um, uh, lawyers from the Center for Constitutional Rights, filmmakers, everything. Molly Crabapple. Love her. The artist Molly Crabapple. I gave amazing. her book. She was amazing. She's was, amazing. She was a very amazing. interesting character. Ta-Nehisi Coates. Ta-Nehisi Jelani Coates. Cobb. Historian Claire Potter. Mm-hmm. Anna Day. Anna Day, who was kid- detained in Bahrain. Sequestered. Sequestered. Rebecca Carroll. Sarita McFadden. Just going back to the beginning. Ava Farkas, the executive director of the Metropolitan Council on Housing. Now, our focus today... And we're showing and telling. We don't want to just show or just tell. So we're doing both. We're showing and telling the, bo- the media bias. 
media distortion. The liberal bias. And we say when we say liberal, we mean liberal as opposed to left. Yes. You guys get it? You get you're uh, picking up what I'm putting down? I get it, I get so it. again, we talked about how what's interesting is that Jonathan Capehart, again, went after a picture saying it wasn't Bernie Sanders, said it was Rappaport, which reminds me the guy named Bruce Rappaport. He's like it could be Rappaport, could be Buddy Holly. Who is it? <laughs> exactly. It, oh, it's Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders, who looks just like Buddy Holly. Oh, oh. Mary Tyler Moore. Um <laughs> little Weezer reference to age myself from the 15-year-olds who listen to WBAI. So what's mm-hmm. interesting is Jonathan Capehart wrote this article. He basically schmeared, if you will. He schmeared Bernie Sanders instead of smearing. Get it? He wrote this article on February 11th, and it took him two days to write something. And this is what the original article said, okay? Stop sending around this photo of Bernie Sanders. Pretty unequivocal, right? And then two days later, he sends this really postmodern. Was it an article? Was that a command to the internet in general? Yeah. Was he just like, hey, internets. Yeah, yeah. Stop, stop it. it. Shut, shut it down. Then he writes, Bernie Sanders in the clash of memory. That's uh, his follow-up. It takes him two days to pen that. Sounds like the hunger of memory. Yeah, right? The great hunger. And then he starts out with all these quotes. And, you know, it's like all hell broke loose when I wrote Thursday that folks should stop sending around this photo of Bernie Sanders. Sorry, Gabe. He wasn't talking about the internets. He was talking to folks. I hate, I don't like that term. That's everyone, everyone says that though. Like that's not Jonathan Capehart, yeah. But what's fascinating is that, again, it took him um, two days to to acknowledge that mistake. Uh, It took him an hour to write me back on Facebook to point out I had linked to the wrong picture. Mm. 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 And I issued an apology. And I don't have an entire newspaper staff Selectively reactive. Yeah, exactly. Attentive. Yes, attentive, yeah. My friend was like, just tell him you saw, sorry you linked to the wrong photo you lied about. It's kind of funny. I didn't call him a liar. I'm quoting someone. Oh, I see. Um, But, yeah, the media takedown of Bernie Sanders is real. It's real. And. And. You can hear the truth. Here on the Katie Albert Show. Here on the Katie Albert Show on WBAI. Because you guys, you may not know this, but the Clinton campaign is really trying its hardest to present a monolith of black people, right? Like all black people that are the same and they all love the Clintons because Bill Clinton was the first black president. Uh, so I've heard. So we've heard. He also talked about how everyone's mixed race the other day, which was kind of weird. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, we'll play that next time. But uh, really, we we, we got to try to get Michelle Alexander on the show. But Michelle Alexander, the author of The New Jim Crow. I love Michelle Alexander. So great. She Read wrote that really? book. Such a great book. She wrote Why Hillary Clinton Doesn't Deserve the Black Vote. Oh, Van Jones yeah, yeah, has yeah. has uh, endor- has has praised Bernie Sanders's civil rights record. Really, Van yeah. Jones. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. Um, who else? Nina Turner, right? The former um, who's who's who actually uh, is one of the people who Killer Mike would vote for. Remember? That's right. Coming full story. Just last week we had Jane Elliott on. I don't know if you guys remember. We had Jane Elliott, who's a woman who. Is, thinks that Hillary is trying to co-opt the female vote by just appealing to gender as opposed to policy, which is a pretty, um, I don't know. Some people may agree with that. Some people may agree that the uh, bigger, the, the more feminist candidate is Bernie Sanders. Uh, this feminist may think that. It depends on how you define feminism. And actually, speaking of which, you guys got to come out. March 8th, we're doing a live show in the cafe. Here? Yes, a debate on Bernie and women. And, and Hillary and women. And we're going to have some great people like Liza Featherstone from The Nation. Um, now, again, we are showing you 
the irresponsible actions of the media. Remember, we just supported earlier on how it was reported that Sanders chanters, Sa Sanders supporters were chanting English only. Probably not true. Definitely not true. Hard to that hear on the Bernie video. Bernie Sanders was saying that. Yeah. Look out, guys, for David Brock. You guys know David Brock? He is on the attack. He's the was the founder of Media Matters. See, this is a liberal on liberal war or liberal on establishment. Uh, yeah, liberal establishment on anti-establishment war. It's not just the people on the right attacking people on the left. Is it the liberal established political party apparatus yes. versus uh, progressives? Gabe, you asked that question like you don't already know the answer. I'm just wondering. No, but I'm praising you. I'm not insulting you. Don't hustle our audience. We all know how smart you are. Um, but yeah, again, you probably wouldn't know this, but Ta-Nehisi Coates, we know that he uh, endo it, he basically he said that he's he's voting for Bernie Sanders. He came around. He came around probably because he heard our show. We had an interview with Nando Villa. We explored some of the contradictions in in Ta-Nehisi Coates' uh, articles. The major one for us, I think, was how he used the uh, assassination of Abraham Lincoln to try to encourage Bernie Sanders to to pick up <laughs> reparations. Ste step up his martyr game. Step up his martyr game, yeah. He's, He's like, the target isn't big enough on you yet. You exactly. Haven't, you haven't got, you've only gone against big banks and... Uh... Right, he was like, you know, people say supporting reparations is divisive. Well, you know what else was divisive? Uh, ending slavery, which got, and he said, which got Lincoln, so divisive was it that it got Lincoln shot in the head. It's like, that's a good PR move. Maybe not. Um, good way to make your point, I mean. But also, we want to tell you something else, guys, okay? Ta-Nehisi Coates, Michelle Alexander. Um, we got Van Jones praising the legacy. We got Nina Turner. So don't be fooled by the idea that uh, all black people are And Ta-Nehisi Coates is part of the best <laughs> of package. Oh, yeah, right? he'll be on and that. Yeah, part yeah. of the best of package yeah, exactly. as well. Well, Cornell West, people love Cornell West, right? Cornel Not surprising West. that he also right. is praised. Not surprising. Sanders, guess who supported Jesse Jackson in 1988? Who supported? Bernie Sanders. Guess who didn't? Hillary. The Clintons, of course, right. The Clintons. Right. By the way, Cornell West, we're gonna, Cornell, Brother Cornell, if you're listening, please come on the show because he called, he called Clinton. He said, Sister Hillary Clinton is the Millie Vanilla of American politics. I Ouch. Them's that fighting words. That is hilarious. Them's fighting words, that right? That is hilarious. Yeah. Um... And Van Jones, yeah, pointed out that San Bernie Sanders was actively involved in civil rights history. Well, Hillary was with Barry Goldwater. We forgive her, but it's an interesting contrast. Again, it's about evolving. But if you evolve from a Goldwater Republican to telling young black men that they're super predators who need to be brought to heel, it's not quite the evolution we're hoping for. And didn't she said after the Nevada primaries, or was it in the Nevada primaries or Nevada caucus? Uh, caucus. Uh, caucus. There was an article that was going out that saying that if black voters, if black uh, black people voted for her, she will end racism. Oh, that's good. That was I in the Rosa hill. Parks, that was from the hill. I thought Rosa Parks already ended it. Well, 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 evidently not. Right. And it will be the job of Hillary in order to fix that. Right. She will end racism. According, cool. yeah, that's what that, according to the hill on right. Saturday. That's what it Well, said. the Hill, we remember the Hill misreported the Killer Mike thing. They called Jane Elliott the educator, right. the woman who started the Blue Eyes, Brown Eyes ed, uh, exercise we had on last week. Listen to it on iTunes. Support the show so we can have people like Jane Elliott calling in, who's hysterical. She said it was hard for her to talk over the devil ears, the horns, <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> horns that I just called Jeez. devil ears. Um, 
And also, you're not hearing the story. Every, so many people are saying that uh, that Trump, uh, that Hillary is is the more electable one. You know, she doesn't win against any of the Republicans exactly. in the uh, right. projections. Right. So it, there is a consensus that it's going to be Donald Trump, right? Well, that's because his advertisements have dubstep in the background. It's like a dance the party best. in the in the ads. And yeah, go on yeah. YouTube and check oh out Donald God, Trump's we ads. Listen, you know what? We're gonna throw into the, our our greatest hits DVD. Uh, He's gonna cut the head off ISIS. Well, gonna... <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> Excuse me. He's definitely doing an ISIS decapitation. But um. Oh, live. We have a our theme song where we we pick the theme song that Donald Trump should have come out to when he announced his presidency and we'll throw that little selection into the greatest hit cd oh that's in the greatest hit yes. cd but that's and good. again you just 50 dollars, guys 50 dollars, and $50. you get a thank you gift that's an amazing greatest hits plus you get a jay smooth live interview and, and we're going to play you a little bit of jay smooth but again i just want to remind you also that in virtually every poll guys guess who does better against trump and, and win most and cruise and win yeah Bernie, Bernie Sanders. The burn, feeling the burn. Guys, I don't know if you can tell which uh, which which candidate we're behind on the Katie Halper show, but we're going to play a little sample, just a little bit, a All few right, minutes. <laughs> Excuse me. Of what you see, you hear that cough? That's from that labor that we put into the show. 212. And we happen to be doing it 209 in a mine. 2950 is the number. My it's black lung is really yesterday. acting up. The canaries yes. are all dead. Yeah. 212. Make sure that Katie's. Black lung, do not go in vain. Yes. 212-209-2950. Or go to give2wbai.org. And for a pledge of $50, you can get the best of Katie Halper and her interviews that she has done so far. Some so of her far. Good, so yeah, far. Yeah, I'm doing more, though, guys. Well, that's why I said so far. I know, so I know. Far. We're on fire. Yeah. We're going to have this great event on March 8th you got to come out for. We're, gonna, we're hoping to get Killer Mike. We had Jane Elliott, the woman who Killer Mike quoted. We got Al Giordano. Alger Donna was amazing. We had Dar Williams. Dar guys, Williams. Dar Williams. Kind of huge. Kind of huge. So call Kinda that huge. number. Call that number. 212. 212. 209. 209. 2950. 2950. Again, that's 212. 209-2950. Sarah Jaffe, the the writer. We had her on. We had Meredith uh, Meredith Clark. We had 